0: everyone, and welcome back to Our Golden Twenties. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sadie. Hello. And we are back on another Tuesday to talk about how to best live your life in your 20s. Today, we're talking about habits that have changed our lives. And before we get into that, I wanted to share a little life update that's very important for all the listeners. I've officially purchased... A Dyson air wrap. Oh
1: my gosh! So didn't even tell my me
0: this. dreams are coming true. <laughs> I wanted to save it for the
1: pod. It's was like, okay, a life update. <laughs> I'm what pregnant. No, I was not expecting that. Yeah,
0: girl, yes. Tell I'm so excited. It. Well, I got my tax return, yes. and it was like I've had a couple <laughs> moments. Let me go into detail I'm here. Sorry, Set I'm the scene. So <laughs> I've had a couple moments where I'm like, I'm gonna do this freelance job to pay for a Dyson Airwrap. wrap and then it always gets to the point where I get paid and then I'm like no I'll just save the money right but then I there were a couple things like I was like if I do this thing at work I'm gonna get it and I just kept skipping past the milestone so then I was like okay when I get the tax return I'm just gonna do it because that's money like I didn't work for it it's just there coming back to me just accept it and so I ordered it this morning, and it's supposed to arrive tonight. So
1: Amazing. So this is like hot off the press. Yeah. Just ordered it. Yeah. Wow. That's so I'm amazing. hyped. We're pumped for you. I'm <laughs> extremely pumped, and I'm sorry I'm so pumped. Yeah. I am sorry if
0: there's any listeners that this is the first episode that you're listening to, because you're probably like, what the hell? Just know it's been a long time coming. Yeah.
1: If you go back and listen to probably the past 10 episodes, Megan yeah. has found a way to talk about the Dyson Airwrap in every episode. Yeah. I'm so excited. I feel you're a big spender these days. You're making me really proud. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like... It's your vacation coming up.
0: Yeah. That's a big part of it. And just like reaching a point of like what really am I saving for if I have like a big not big but I have a big chunk of change for like retirement set away a big chunk of change in a savings account Mm -hmm. a lot of money in stocks yeah and then it's like if this is something that I really want do it why not do it and I'm on my hair journey and it's supposed to keep your hair healthier so
1: yeah and your hair's been looking great these days thanks Um, girl love that and I love too that you actually rewarded yourself I feel like it is so good you acknowledge that you were like i keep setting this as my reward when i accomplish something yeah. but i keep putting it off because then yeah like, what's yeah yeah you will just never believe yourself if you never actually do what you're going to say you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. this isn't like a positive way to be like yes you know what I told myself once i do this once mm-hmm. i accomplish that i'll reward myself with a dice and wrap and here you are yeah so i'm just excited yeah
0: I yeah. hope I've heard it has a learning curve so I really hope after all of this I don't get it and hate it but
1: I think it'll we'll take see some time to get used to it but yeah, yeah. it'll be worth it 100 percent. yeah so that's wow. my life update all right I don't know how the rest of the <laughs> that that news this has been like we said weeks building
0: yeah I like- feel like years yeah <laughs> Like I don't know. Everyone remembers like this Christmas on TikTok. It was like it felt like every single girl got a Dyson Airwrap, mm-hmm. and so I was ready. I said like at Black Friday I'm gonna yeah. buy one, and then I just didn't do it because I was scared. Yeah,
1: I actually think that's the first time you yeah. brought it up on the podcast, and then yeah, yeah, wow, super exciting. Report back. We'll see if we'll it makes do. The Tuesday ten next time. Yeah, we'll do Tuesday 10. but yay amazing anyways <laughs> yeah I have no major life updates that <laughs> yeah that can even compete with that it's a bit
0: sad that my major life update is I bought a hair dryer oh, but no,
1: it's not sad. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like live my like shopaholic tendencies mm-hmm. like I get fulfillment from other people like yeah buying things they really want just yeah. as much as me buying things that i really want so i, <laughs> so I enjoyed this great <laughs> amazing well shall we talk maybe about some habits that we have implemented in our lives and have seen positive results from yes i definitely. feel like this is a big claim to make habits that changed my life yeah but I really think in my case anyway these are all things you guys have heard me talk about a million times over and Mm. things that I totally swear by and, and get extremely passionate and like riled up about in a good way of course but I feel like today I'm just so excited to like talk about why I love these things why they're so important to me rather than just telling you they're things that you should do or you should try and I really believe these habits have changed my life so I'm excited to get into it yeah I feel
0: like it'll be good because it seems sometimes silly to even try and come up with like goals or habits to set or like Mm. what's the point yeah when we're here to tell you what the point is because yeah. they change their lives and
1: that's it especially with like tiktok and yeah you know, i'm on you know that girl tiktok and hot girl summer tiktok and whatever else and it's like literally always people improving doing things to improve yeah. their lives and doing all these things that might feel unachievable to some people and just like constantly striving to do all these really healthy habits. And I know I've mentioned this before, but we hardly ever stop and think about why are they doing these things? Mm -hmm. Why should I do these things? It's just like, okay, the cool thing to do right now is to go for a walk. The cool thing to do is to journal, to goal set, to, I don't even know, buy a Dyson Airwrap. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like literally I'll see TikToks of just like lists of people like going through all the healthy habits they do. And we just intuitive or instinctively think, okay, we have to do that because everyone else is. But it's like these things actually have impact on our lives. Mm-hmm. And one other point I wanted to make, and I guess I'll make it right now, um, <laughs> is that habits take a long time to actually see the impact from, depending what the habit is. But in most cases, you need to be like extremely consistent with it to actually yeah. see any impact from it. And I think it's normal to want and expect instant gratification. So, you know, okay, I'm going to work out. So I worked out every day this week. Yeah. Why, you know, don't I have six pack abs or whatever? Why is my butt not like instantly tighter, whatever. And it's like these habits working out is just an example Take weeks, months, years of practice in order for you to actually see the benefits and all the things that I think we're going to talk about today are things that we've been doing for years and years. And that's why we can report back on the case study of this has actually changed our lives and this is how how these habits have impacted us over time. And I just wanted to put that reminder out there because maybe these are things that you are working on or things you've tried in the past but saw no results from. And even if your habits are totally different than ours, that's totally fine too. But this is just a reminder to keep consistent with them because over time is when you'll see the change in yourself and in your lifestyle. It's not always right away that you see it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It makes me think back in high school, I know you guys are like, can you just tell us what the habits (laughs) are already? (laughs) But I'm really hyping this up. But I remember back in high school, math was my worst worst subject and i absolutely hated it and my one math teacher in grade 11 specifically was the absolute best and she would say how with math homework like you just have to practice the same problem over and over and over again and eventually something will just click and you'll get it you won't know what mm. like made that click happen you'll don't you won't know when you understood it just eventually something will click inside of you and you'll understand. And I honestly think habits work the exact same way. And in my case, they've had that same effect on my self-awareness, my intuition, my confidence, three things that I take like pride in and being part of my identity. I feel like the pandemic has thrown those three things like a little upside down for Mm -hmm. me, but still, I feel like it's just like through practicing and practicing and practicing, doing these things repetitively, yeah, something clicked, and that's why they've changed my life. Whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: but anyways, I've talked enough. Tag, do you want to tell us what your first habit is that has changed your life?
0: Sure. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is maybe like lame, but I find that it is probably the thing that makes the biggest difference in my life, mm-hmm. is I put everything in a... Google Calendar and this was something I started like a little bit in high school but mainly in university when suddenly you have to keep track of like five different courses you're in Mm -hmm. the teacher's not going to remind you when you have work due and you have to kind of keep all the balls juggling in the air that was when I really started to use it and I've been obsessed ever since So literally the smallest things I will add to my Google Calendar. And I just, it makes it so much easier. I'm very rarely in a situation where I'm now dropping the ball because I'm forgetting I'm supposed to be somewhere. I'm forgetting something's due or I'm forgetting to cancel a subscription because it's all in my Google Calendar. And I have it linked on all my devices, on my phone. I have it set up so that if I have to go to A different location for something. It reminds me of when I have to leave, which some people probably find is creepy, but (laughs) I need that support. And it also makes it so that I can visually see how busy certain times are going to be, which can be super helpful if you're someone like me who likes to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. When you are like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But then you go and look in your calendar and can't even find an hour to slide it in it's like, okay, this is a visual clue that that week's too busy. So I love that. I can also share my Google calendar with my husband. So now I don't have to deal with what are we doing that weekend? Can we go out this weekend? But if anyone knows men, you know that you get (laughs) a lot of questions like that. And so he cannot just look at my calendar. He knows he can add things to my calendar. It's great, but I literally have like events. I use reminders, dates. I put like what the garbage day is, when rents due, if I want to cancel a subscription, literally anything and everything I put in Google Calendar.
1: Yeah, I love that so much. I'm
0: passionate about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so good. And I love your point about how you can visually see it all. Yeah. And like all in one spot anytime mm-hmm. you want, because I feel like just being able to visually see Everything helps reduce like the mental cluster and like anxiety and stuff. So, yeah, I love that. It's funny because I don't ever use like digital calendars, and I feel the only things I have in my Google calendar specifically are things you put in your calendar and add me on when we're recording the podcast. Yeah, okay, this is nice, but this looks like it's the only thing i'm doing today yeah i'm, I'm cringy and i'm still a paper planner yeah a person but hey we do i for
0: us. tried the paper planner my problem is i just don't check it enough yeah whereas w- since i have it on my phone i literally have my phone set up so that when i open it i see yeah. all my apps and my calendar view So it's like every time I open my phone to go on Instagram or TikTok, it's like, oh, shit, I have a meeting in two minutes. Yeah. And for things that
1: pop up on the go or you think of on the go, like now it's not, this isn't such an issue since I'm always home essentially, especially for the day. So if something does pop up, I just like write it in my paper planner. But when I was commuting or going to the office or going out of my house a little bit more, things would pop up. And since I wasn't mm. doing things digitally i would just like write it in a note and then have to remind myself to transfer it to my planner when i got home right so or agenda i don't really call it a planner <laughs> I've been calling a planner this whole time but you know what i mean yeah uh, and that's like an inconvenience and things can obviously fall off then forget to be transferred or whatever but i love that yeah. i love that about you yeah i feel that it says a lot about like the type of person you are yeah like organized
0: controlling controlling
1: <laughs> wear the pants in your relationship Yeah, in
0: charge <laughs> i mean yeah the best part about your google calendar too is that you can change all the colors so i made mm, mine like different shades of pink a little bit yeah and okay this is me nerding out but you can literally do anything with it like you can show different time zones if like one of my coworkers lives in a different time zone than me so I can always have that open and see what time zone he's working in mm. even if you're traveling you can make it so that the time zones are different so I'm planning my trip to Hawaii so I'm putting in the things I'm booking for that trip but I'm putting them in in the Hawaiian time code so that when I'm okay. there it's, it's- going to pop up at the right time on my phone
1: wow I'm yeah. impressed
0: even like flights, I have it because I am just bad at figuring out different time zones and that kind of thing. So I had put in flights and I have them leaving at my local time zone but arriving at a separate time zone so that I can visually see how long my layover is or whatever.
1: Mm, so, girl, yeah, you've hacked Google uh, calendars. Yeah, I got it all figured out. And I think one of my favorite things you've said on the podcast—you said it like in passing once, I think, but it really resonated with me, and it's how technology can be overwhelming, but really, it's just tools to yeah. make your life easier, or that's what technology should be. Yeah. And I feel your queen at at that, where I'm just yeah. like, yes, I have all these devices, but they all do different things and right, whatever, yeah. and you're like, mm-mm, all these things serve me, and Yeah, like, they have a purpose, and I make it work, and... Yep. I don't know. I
0: this is that. why all my devices are always falling apart because I truly use them like tools. Yeah. Because in my mind,
1: that's what they are. Yeah. They're tools. Right before we started recording, Tegan's computer took like 10 yeah. minutes to charge up because it was just it was so struggling. tired.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, please let no, me die. No, why? <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't open Google Calendar again. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. So that's my first habit. Yeah. So, so good. That definitely feels like. A game changer.
0: Yeah. I feel like I wanted to start with it because I feel like a lot of our listeners are like just going to university Mm. and that's when it really, like when I understood how important it is, I think, to have that kind of organization. So
1: yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah. Well, my first habit, speaking of college, university, this is something that I started between my first and second year of college and university, and it is yoga. So I feel like I've talked about how I practice yoga on the podcast before, but I really, really think yoga was one of those habits that I just, or one of those things that I just did for fun one time. You know, like I said, I was in college, and it was the summer between first and second year. I still lived on campus with my roommate. There was nobody really around Mm -hmm. except for the summer school kids, And not really much going on, so my roommate was like, "Hey, let's sign up for yoga." It was like something ridiculous, like six weeks for ten dollars. Oh God! On (laughs) campus, and I was like, "All right, yeah, might as well for that price." And I'm so so glad that I did. I had never done yoga before, so I didn't really know what to expect, but it was just really the start. I want to say of what became kind of like my self-awareness like journey Mm. into my early 20s. And I feel like a lot of people will talk about the power of meditation in the same way I'm going to talk about it in terms of yoga. But I'm somebody who can't really sit still or when I do sit still, my mind is wandering, like going Mm. a million miles a minute. I talk a million like words a minute and my mind goes even faster than that. So I knew, you know, just meditating wasn't for me, but I know that yoga is essentially, like I said, a lot of those same benefits and a lot of the same kind of ideation of meditation. And for me, yoga really is moving meditation. So that whole like, you know, sinking your movement and your breath together is what really makes it meditative for me. But I feel like why yoga is so powerful in my life, this has been for the past however many years, I guess, going on eight years, that has been a constant for me. And it's because it's that dedicated time where I just tune into my body, tune into my feelings, you know, Mm -hmm. and by doing that, I'm quieting my mind and tuning out everything else that's going on. So it's going, things going on around me. It's things that have happened to me so far that day, things I have coming up. Like I'm not thinking about anything except for how I'm moving my body, you know, following the instructor or doing the going through my flows my practice whatever how my body's feeling in that the pop the thoughts that do pop into my head I acknowledge them and then I'm able to just let them go away you know Mm -hmm. and like I was saying I really think that's where like my practice of like self-awareness and even like fine-tuning my intuition has come in and at my old yoga studio which unfortunately closed during the pandemic I used to go there two times a week, and they had this yoga tree poster thing. (laughs) That's (laughs) not giving it justice, but I'm sure this is in a lot of yoga studios, actually. It basically just had this giant tree of all the different styles of yoga, Mm -hmm. and in the top corner of it, it said, there's nothing more pure in the world than the knowledge of the true self. In due time, this will come to the devoted practitioner of yoga. And I read it, and I was like, damn, That's what happened to me. (laughs) Like my math homework, you know, the more I practice it, just one day it clicked. And that's what kind of clicked. The self-awareness was what clicked after years and years of yoga. So that is all kind of on the mental side. I don't know. I feel like people are often drawn to yoga because they're like, it's exercise, you know, it's right, whatever. But I feel like, at least for me, I definitely can't get ripped just doing the of yoga that I do. Like it's not just like a physical reason that I do it. It definitely does build physical strength. And I feel like, you know, holding a plank and like holding yeah. the warrior twos, like that is definitely building strength. But for me or physical strength, for me, I've noticed it really in like my emotional, my mental strength, just thinking I can do this while you're holding that plank, while you're yeah. holding that warrior two and your legs are shaking. I think that has way more power than you would think and you guys know i'm a huge yoga with adrian fan but she always says in her videos which are just free on youtube if you haven't heard of her and want to check it out she always just says show up for yourself on the mat and basically whatever you practice on the mat find a way to take it off the mat as well and i feel like that's everything that i've been talking about is just taking those things that you practice and applying it to real life too This is really nerdy and I understand that I'll lose some people here. (laughs) But after my yoga practices, like especially the times where I'm going through a tough time or like have something really weighing on me or something like that, I'll often just like sit after my yoga practice at the top of my mat, just sit like cross-legged kind of in like a meditative like pose. And I'll just like talk out loud. And I'm always just talking to the universe. And this is where I know I'm going to lose people and people are like, (laughs) okay, let's move on. But for me, that just helps so much. It's essentially everything I would do in my journal, except I'm actually vocalizing it. And that might look like just ranting you know being like today mm-hmm. was just such a shitty day whatever it could be setting an intention so i was pretty good at this for a while I haven't done it uh in a minute though on sundays just kind of being like this week's gonna be busy this is what i want from the week you know this is my mindset going into the week that sort of thing mm-hmm. just giving myself a pep talk and just like vocalizing it to the universe because i really do think what you put out there always comes back around somehow so i tie that to my yoga practice and I feel that's been a huge game changer for me as well. I'll leave you guys with one more really cheesy quote, but I absolutely love it. I read this when I first started practicing yoga and I didn't fully understand. And then I just was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Brush it (laughs) off. And now that we're having this episode about how... These habits have changed our lives. It popped back into my head and I was like, hmm, again, something clicked. When you practice yoga once a week, you change your mind. When you practice twice a week, you change your body. When you practice every day, it will change your life. And guys, got to see it to believe it. Yeah. It really, really does. Yeah, I love that.
0: Well, I'll say the second habit that I was going to talk about was the power of moving my body. So, kind of related, but I do find like I love yoga I find it can be very like emotional I don't know if you find that but sometimes
1: in person classes yeah like that I don't know why that always gets more emotional for me but I do yeah
0: and 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 it's the kind of thing that like sounds fake or like Mm. cheesy like I remember hearing that like hip openers can make women cry in yoga and being like what the hell but then it's like no I've definitely shed a tear or two during yoga and it's almost for like an unexplainable reason it's just like the that release and spending that time with yourself for yourself Mm -hmm. I feel like can be powerful
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like taking time for yourself regardless if it's yoga or any other type of movement yeah you're like really are kind of focused on what you're doing and it clears your mind and gives you clarity and sometimes when you get that clarity that's what causes you know an emotional response to whatever you're getting clear on and Mm -hmm. also I think on the physical side we all carry stress and tension in different ways you know so I know a lot of women do carry it in their hips Mm -hmm. you might carry it in your shoulders but I feel like like you said releasing that it can also have an emotional like outcome so it is crazy yeah
0: yeah yeah. and I do find in yoga it doesn't make me like ripped but if I'm consistent with it I can definitely see like I feel like it makes my body leaner like it's like I can my muscles are more defined in the poses I don't know
1: yeah that makes sense
0: yeah so I love yoga I also love walks Mm -hmm. Which I know like I've talked about before and there are probably people who are like don't consider walks like exercise. But I definitely do because Mm -hmm. I feel like I can feel a major difference between a day where I stayed home, worked at my desk, and then just watched TV the rest of the night versus a day where I did yoga or a day where I took a long walk at lunch. Yeah. And it's kind of similar where obviously there are physical benefits to moving your body and, you know, burning calories, but it also just gives you time away. I feel like, which can be really helpful. And, you know, walks are great with friends or family because it gives you a chance to like truly connect. You're not on your phones, but then walks can also be great alone as it gives you a chance to kind of reflect internally. Like we were talking about it yoga yeah I also like to listen to music or podcasts and often when I'm walking I try to visualize how I want my life to look Mm. so then it's like when I'm back from my walk I feel more empowered
1: yeah so yeah Yeah. I love that I think walks are the most underrated form of moving Mm -hmm. your body Mm -hmm. because even you know when I think of Commuting every day, yeah. And as soon as my commute was taken away, like, yeah, how significant that was on my body, on just like my mental state. And literally, all I did was walk to the bus, to the subway, to the yeah. office. Like I wasn't doing anything crazy, you know, labor intensive. Like I don't know, pump and iron. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know, it was just walking, and it totally made the world of a difference. So, I think you're onto something there, Tay. Yeah. I like like getting outside too, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially nowadays. Well, and it makes it so that there are things that I notice on my walks that I would have never noticed, but it's like, there's a tree in my neighborhood, a cherry blossom tree, and it's starting to bloom Mm. when it's like, if I wasn't just going on like this random little walk for no real reason around my neighborhood, I might've missed the cherry blossom bloom like completely Mm. since it's such a short period of time. So then it's like the earth is rewarding me. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think that's like if you're someone that walks all the time, but you walk the same route. Yeah. Like eventually you're just not going to really pay attention to what you're doing. I'm guilty of this. Like, yeah, it was probably just two days ago. I looked out and was like, oh yeah, there's buds on the trees in my neighborhood. Yeah. Like I just didn't think there was, mm-hmm. like, but it's not that there wasn't. It's just, I just didn't yeah. take the time to notice it. And I think, if you're going on these walks, but like, I think that's kind of the key to like being in the moment and like getting that, you know, mental break and whatever is just like actually noticing all the things around you. Like that becomes the meditative part to just a simple walk.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. I love that
0: so much. What's your next
1: habit? So my next habit is similar in the sense of being like very focused on Mm self-awareness similar to yoga I guess I should say but it is goal setting and journaling yeah you guys know how much we love to talk about these things but again I just wanted to talk about why we talk so much about goal setting and journaling and I feel like the concept of goal setting and journaling is something I've talked with every single one of my friends about. Mm. And what really got me into the idea of having, you know, like these life chats about being your best self and all this stuff, like this was all brought on by me journaling. Yeah. And I started journaling. I love how I'm giving you guys like a timeline. number. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, no, I just want you guys to know the years so that you know, these are things I've been doing for a long time. Yeah. But journaling I started doing consistently in 2016 and it was literally right when I graduated from college. And I still have that journal. Mm -hmm. Literally the first page of that journal is just things I want to do more of. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: you know,
1: how I want to spend my time now that I've graduated. And from that, I now have two full journals of just, random thoughts and rants and sketches of tattoo ideas and (laughs) all this stuff. So that's kind of on the journaling side. But then on the goal setting side, I started setting yearly and monthly goals in 2018. And you guys know I've done it ever since. And uh, the past year, Tegan and I have been encouraging you guys to do the (laughs) same thing too. But I think I speak to these together because I set my goals in my journal and often my journal entries are reflecting on the past month or setting intention for the next month Mm -hmm. or just ranting about something mid-month that I'm going to come back to to try and improve in my next set of monthly goals like they are very closely tied for me but again I think this has been a like huge key in developing self-awareness for me also just reflecting on those experiences and emotions i think taking the time to reflect is what gives me direction and like purpose for moving forward as well and mm-hmm. i think that's something i really pride myself on like i've always known what i want for my future self but i think it's because i take the time to actually think about it you yeah. know what i mean like it that sounds so simple but not everybody does that so That's been key. But I also think I through, you know, all of this reflecting and, you know, thinking forward thinking and whatnot, I'm able to really process my emotions and what I'm going through and make decisions on my own. This is a huge thing for me. Like, I don't know why I've always had that like inside of me where I'm like, it's not that I just don't want to rely on other people, but I don't want to rely on other people for big decisions. Like I always want to be able to just go with my gut feeling. Like that's something that's always been part of me. And I feel like this gut feeling or intuition has all come from journaling and knowing how I'm feeling, being able to, like I said, process how I'm feeling without having to consult, you know, my parents, my sisters, whatever. So that's been key. Then since I've been doing this for a few years, I want to say maybe two years ago, I had the idea, how about I go back on all my past journal entries, maybe even more than two years ago at this point, since two years have been in the pandemic and they don't really count. (laughs) But I was like, I'm going to go back on all those past entries from 2016 Mm -hmm. and just see what I wrote and see if like the things that I wrote for my future self actually came true. And I was actually amazed by how many things, again, I feel like I might lose some people here, but how many things it felt like I manifested through past journal entries. Right. And it wasn't things, like I didn't start them by being like, I'm manifesting this yeah. for my future life. Like it was just like, in some cases, I hate my job. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, yeah. I know I deserve better. And then the next entry was like, I got a new job yeah <laughs> like, you know, it was things like that I've manifested pretty much my entire Bali trip mm. my San Francisco trip just writing down places I'd like to go one day yeah Bali. you know why writing that down next thing you know I booked a trip to Bali even simple things about my lifestyle like going back to that first 2016 journal entry things I want to do more of in my mm-hmm. free time yoga was one of them and now here I am telling you guys how yoga has been such an important part of my life yeah and my lifestyle totally changes the way I think all these things like it's like sometimes subtle but when I actually look back on it I'm like I didn't even know I was manifesting yeah. this, and now I'm living out this life that 2016 Sadie was only dreaming of so definitely lots of power in goal setting and journaling and if you haven't set my goals yet, hopefully this inspires you to do so or just to like purchase a journal. I feel like we can, we have episodes on, you know, journaling prompts or like different ways to journal Mm -hmm. why you should journal like some other ideas and thoughts there. But it's definitely been a big game changer for me. Especially, Sorry, I know I need to take a breath, but especially in your 20s when you're figuring out who you are like this was a key for me figuring out who I am post-grad yeah what I want post-grad who I actually am you know as a human not just a student and like a kid you know yeah so I think that's why maybe they're so important to me is because the time that I discovered them was really a time of inventing myself Mm -hmm. and yeah I don't know
0: yeah well and I feel like One of the reasons that I like journaling is that, especially in your 20s, a lot of things feel almost like out of your control, Yeah. where I find that when I'm journaling, it feels like it's something I can control and I'm doing. So it's like, I hate my job. Yeah, I can't quit. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know... create some other better job that's going to come along but I can figure out why I'm feeling this way and talk about the kind of job that I want so that when those opportunities present themselves to you you already know how you feel about them
1: yeah I love that that was so well said
0: thanks (laughs) so for my last habit that changed my life I feel like this is not that exciting compared to like journaling but The last habit is that I never, ever wear makeup to bed, That's big. which, yeah. yeah, I don't wear makeup every day. So maybe that's, I don't know. It doesn't seem that big of a deal to me. But then I saw someone, I think it was K- Katrina Balfe from Outlander. She was like, I've never worn makeup to bed. And everyone was like, oh my God. And I was like, wait, I've never done that either. Like, <laughs> this is news. So I thought I'd share the gospel. <laughs> of not wearing makeup to bed and I don't know why because like I am not like I will go to bed after the sweatiest workout without showering because I'm like who cares like I, I will go days with greasy hair like it's not a cleanliness thing it's just like the thought of sleeping with makeup on just seems so weird to me So even like on late nights, I come home from the bar and at the very least, I'll use like water on a washcloth to wash my face Mm -hmm. and or like have makeup wipes in my bedside table. And I just feel like it's a lot healthier for your skin and for your eyes. Like I think that's part of what trips me up is the thought of like sleeping with like mascara by your eyes. I don't know. And it's also good for your pillowcases too because they don't get all makeupy.
1: I love that. That is honestly, I do think this is a bigger deal than you would think. Yeah. Especially, I think, for girls who are insecure about their skin. And, like, if you're starting to date somebody, you know, like, you don't ever want them to see those insecurities. You don't want them to see your acne, those sorts of things. Like, I, yeah, I think it is probably more common to sleep in makeup than we would think. But it is definitely not so important. yeah Yeah.
0: and i feel like like i don't do a you know big skincare routine every night yeah but i literally like i bought a multi-pack of black face towels and i will use depending on like how crazy my makeup is makeup remover with it or just water and it's Mm -hmm. like takes 10 seconds and i'm ready for bed
1: yeah And there's no better feeling than washing your face. Yeah. Especially especially when you have makeup on. Yeah.
0: Or especially when you've like come out, come home from like a long night out. You're like had a couple drinks. You're hot. You're sweaty.
1: Oh my goodness. You're just like nope. bedtime now. I'm ready. It's so funny that we're talking about this. Last week I went to a concert with my best friend and on the drive home we were both so tired. Yeah. It was like a Thursday night. We knew we had to get up and work the next day. Yeah. And... You know we went for dinner we went for the concert it was the whole night out yeah and we were exhausted by the time it was over and on the way home we were listing those best feelings in the world like i was yeah. like i can't wait to take off these like ankle boots because a yeah. heel she's like i can't wait to put my hair in a bun i'm like i can't wait to yeah. wash my face <laughs> like i'm wearing so much makeup like yeah we were just listing them all the way home because there really is no better feeling yeah I love that. This isn't one of the habits that changed my life, but just while we're on the topic of Mm -hmm. makeup and skincare, and whatever, one of the habits that has changed my life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's not my third one, is only cleansing once a day. Oh, yeah. Um, Guys, I'm telling you, as somebody who like struggled severely with her skin the past two years, as soon as I stopped cleansing in the morning and Mm. only cleansed at night, my acne cleared up almost instantly. And it's kind of like, that's obviously everybody's different and that might not be the case for you. I do need a caveat that, but just try it. If you are like, I'm trying all these different products and nothing is working. It's kind of like when you're, when you have houseplants and the leaves Mm. turn yellow yeah. and you look it up and it's like, you might be overwatering it or not watering it enough. Yeah. Acne is the same way. You might be over cleansing or not cleansing enough. So if you're already cleansing twice a day. Cut it back to once a day mm-hmm. and see if it helps. It definitely helped me.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm the kind of person, I think because I have dry skin, the more I cleanse my skin, the worse it gets. Yeah. So that's why like I use water to remove my makeup, unless yeah. I also don't wear a lot of makeup, but because I just can't use like removers that are gonna remove the oil yeah. that my skin needs. Yeah. And yeah, I just true. feel like I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but (laughs) all of the products are like, use morning and night. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, because you want me to use double the amount of products? I don't think so. Exactly. Big skincare. Yeah. I don't
1: think that's a conspiracy theory. I feel like that is like
0: Real. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't want to go down a whole capitalism (laughs) rant, but I mean- (laughs) It feels like you need to have a lot of products and that you have to use them a lot when sometimes it's like all you need is like water and a good moisturizer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. This takes me to my last habit that changed my life. And this is definitely not as profound as yoga and journaling. This has not helped me with my self-awareness at all. (laughs) My intuition, whatever else I've been rambling on about the past, like however long we've been recording. But the last habit is automatic transfers or deposits for payments. Hmm. And what I mean by this is setting up Automatic payments to my student loans, to my retirement savings account. Here it's our RRSP, might be your 401k in the US, whatever. That's what we're talking about. Automatic payments where that money's going regardless if I want it to or not. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a huge game changer, like I said, for my student loans. I only went to school for three years. So luckily my student loans weren't anything crazy expensive, but... I definitely did have student loans when I graduated Mm -hmm. and it was a priority for me to pay them off. Setting up weekly automatic transfers to my student loan account, I've managed to pay them off in two years. And this was with literally the lowest paying job ever, entry level, of course, Mm. probably not the lowest paying job ever, but it was (laughs) entry level. Also, you know, living in the city and living a life, like my lifestyle that I love so much and shopping sometimes, like... Had I not set up that automatic payment, mm-hmm. that money I know would have been spent on less important things and that would have taken me years and years and years to pay off. So that was huge. Also, I feel like this has also been how I've sit, like created a savings account and a retirement account because otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't have those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I love to spend my money. I love spending Tagan's money. You guys hear me <laughs> over here being like, yes, girl, buy that Dyson Air <laughs> So that's been big. And for me, it's the days I get paid, like my automatic payments come out of my Mm -hmm. account those same days. So that money is already being redirected before I even have a chance to spend it, which I'm the type of person that needs that. So maybe it is a bit of self awareness. I know this about myself. So I put something in place. And the last thing I just wanted to mention kind of on this topic too, is I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but I feel like Going back to the whole goal setting piece, like sometimes I just get so stuck on wanting to accomplish something in a specific time frame or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I look up how much it's going to cost and I'm like, ooh, like I don't have that much money, right. whatever. I feel like automatic payments is a great way to either create a payment plan for yourself or to work with you know, for me, it was my personal trainer, also my Bali trip. Like those are examples of things that are really expensive for me, but were really important for me to do Mm -hmm. and asking for a payment plan. And then, like I said, automatic payments into that payment plan really helped me achieve those things without putting myself into a whole bunch of debt. So just things to think about, get creative (laughs) with those payment plans, because I really feel like, I, this was a mantra of mine a few years ago, but there's definitely enough time and money to do it all. So don't Mm -hmm. feel like you're not going to set a goal because it's not achievable for you. If you set that goal, take the mindset of you will do anything and figure out a way to make it work because it's important for you to accomplish. And once you have that mindset, I really think you can do absolutely anything.
0: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I find it crazy. Maybe this is also going to lose some people because it kind of sounds like mumbo jumbo but the amount of times where it's like I just need this amount of money to get it done Mm -hmm. and then it's like I get a freelance client that's the amount of work that would be that amount of money like sometimes it's just realizing okay I'm going to Bali it's going to cost me two grand I need to figure it out and then once you actually have that concrete number and plan it's like the pieces feel like they're falling into place
1: exactly yeah 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 you need to read have you read Tig? you're a badass at yes money? Yeah, yeah this is it's yeah literally like that book is all about well her whole series is actually kind of about manifesting like your dream life kind of thing yeah. and she has one about money some of it like when I read it, I was like, oh my God, finally somebody who views money the same way as I do. Right. But, yeah. And then some of her examples, I was like, ooh, that was maybe kind of risky, but mm-hmm. it is very much do it and the money will come. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And it is true. And it's funny because I did the exercise of like writing out when I was planning my Bali trip. It was really poor timing for me because my roommate was just moving out. I was paying for this Bali trip. Yeah. It was just a lot of like expenses that were coming up and I was like how am I gonna do this but I wrote out from this book it Mm -hmm. was like write out the amount of money that you need and break it down by different ways you can get that money essentially just like list it out so I came up with like between the end it was like August September timing when this was happening like my roommate was moving out and my living expenses were essentially doubling and all that stuff yeah and I had a few bali payments left and i wrote out i think it was like i needed thirteen thousand five hundred 500 more dollars to mm-hmm. be like secure in my finances for the remainder of the year or until my bali trip and i wrote out different ways to get that it was actually maybe a little bit earlier in the year like summertime and i ended up getting a new job that gave yeah. me significantly more money than i was making i got my first freelance client mm-hmm. like all these things it ended up like when, again, this is because I wrote it all in my journal and I went back to it and I was like, all of these things came true. And like you said, yeah, somehow like the money just came. I was never stressed. And here I am still living on my own in the same apartment, like went on that Bali trip. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It is crazy. And it's funny because I'm not somebody that's like, I believe in manifesting because I do think it is kind of weird, but but it's mm. just like, it's happened it's the irony of things that i have written that have come yeah. true <laughs> it's crazy it's hard to deny yeah it's yeah. crazy but yeah. manifesting wasn't one of the habits that changed our lives but no it kind of that's for our 30s yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i love that
1: yeah amazing well this was i don't know i feel like a few good yeah. habits to try out or mm-hmm. like i said at the beginning maybe you're working on these things, but you're finding it hard to stay committed. Hopefully this is just a reminder as to why you should keep going, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just a thought starter for you to assess, you know, the habits in your life, or even just take some time to reflect on what makes, you know, you so fulfilled or, you know, what actions or habits have positively impacted your life and how can you work more of that into your future life, that sort of thing. So I just hope it was inspiring, empowering, <laughs> motivating. Yeah. Everybody. I think it was. Cool. Well, that's everything. Those are all the habits, all all the pep talks we have for you guys today (laughs) thank you so much for listening we drop a new episode every single tuesday so make sure you are subscribed and following us so you don't miss an episode also if you're new around here or maybe you're a listener and you just haven't rated our podcast yet please rate us that helps us so much you can rate us on spotify and the podcast app as well as leave an actual review on the podcast app so Please, please, please do that if you have a spare minute. You can also follow us on social media. We're at Our Golden 20s on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest. We also have Spotify playlists. We just created a really fun one for main character, May. So go check that out. Last thing is we're also on Patreon, which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 Canadian a month. So we so appreciate your support there too. That is everything. And we will see you guys next Tuesday.
0: Bye.